everyone, this is Larry from WSTrades.com. This podcast is about trading stocks and stock options. Any information in these podcasts should not be construed as advice. It's for educational and entertainment purposes only. We are not financial advisors. Hey everyone, this is Larry and James from WSTrades.com doing our weekly update podcast. How's it going, James? Pretty good. How are you? Good. As usual, you want to start this thing off and go over some trades you got into or closed out of? Yes, I got into quite a few trades this past week. Um, Let's see here. XLI. Looks like I sold a call spread there. The strikes kind of started to go too wide on me. I wanted to do a five wide on it with 106 being the short, but starting at 110, the strikes started moving uh, in increments of five. So instead of doing a five wide, I just did a four wide, um, but I still got a good amount of credit, like uh, $98 to open the trade. So um, that's a September expiration. Um, Also ARCG, I went on the put side um, for September and sold a put spread there. Um, XLK was another one. I went on the call side, uh, sold a five wide there for September monthlies. And then I also sold a put on ICLN. I was thinking about doing a spread on it, but there's such a low price ETF. I was just like, I'll just sell the put on it. And, uh, I think it's like a 30 delta or something. So it's about a 70% chance of max profit there. Um, that's also uh, September 21st expiration or September 17th, I guess, expiration. So that's for the September monthlies as well. Um, and then also I got into NIO. So I've been kind of making videos for the YouTube channel and tracking NIO We've been talking about it a lot as it had been in this downtrend and uh, they broke out of the downtrend and got above the 21 day exponential moving average. So I took a chance and grabbed some shares and uh, they've been trading kind of sideways since. So yeah, see how that one works out. If they start to sell off and go further away from that 21, I'm probably going to exit. So yeah, we'll see if they can kind of hang out around that 21 or kind of where they're going to go this week. Um, Yeah, I think that was my trades for this past week. Okay. Uh, I just had one trade closing, and that was a call spread I had on Oracle. And they started a rally at the end of the week. Uh, They were kind of all over the place, but I was looking at it, and I don't remember what the uh, the strikes were. I want to say like 89.5 and 90. And it kept on getting real close and then selling off real close selling off. And then at the end of the day, uh, I want to say it was like 15 minutes uh, before close. They're about 30 cents out of the money. I was able to close the short leg out for $2. And I'm glad I did because I would have gotten assigned on it uh, after like right at the end of the, uh, before market closed, it ended up being in the money. So they would have, I would have assigned it and, uh, that's all I had closing. I also went long NIO this week. Uh, I went long TSM. I was actually reading up on these guys. I thought it was just, you know, a good tech play, uh, for semiconductors. Uh, 
It's Taiwan uh, semiconducting. It's semiconductor manufacturing. And then I was reading about them, and I guess it's a people are saying it's a good play for crypto as well because they use their semiconductor semiconductors. God, I can't say that word uh, <laughs> in a lot of the crypto miners. So uh, hopefully, you know, it kind of tracks with crypto because crypto's been pumping this uh, this weekend. Um, I also went long. I bought the uh, five call that expires in September on uh, ticker symbol symbol XL, which is XL fleet. Uh, the chart looks good. They've been kind of trading super sideways, and now it looks like they're ready for a breakout. They have earnings on, I believe, the 11th, so hopefully they have some good news and uh, make some good profit off of that. And got one more trade. I sold a call spread on ticker symbol MO. I sold the 47.5, uh, 48 call spread, which was pretty much at the money. So uh, they're trading like right at that 21, but it looks like they're going to start making a move down. So hopefully it continues to kind of sell off. And that's all my trades I had on. Nice. Yeah, I'm just taking a look at XL right now. I know I was looking at that one at one point last week when we were talking about it. Yeah, they had that crazy run up to like 35 and then just a ton of selling for a long time. And then, yeah, they really started to flatten out and, uh, yeah, looking a lot better for sure. Yeah, I'm hoping they can. They're just right at that 21. They've just been living below that, but it's it's just been in such a crazy tight range. And then hopefully with the earnings on, uh, I want to say the 11th. Let's see. Oh, the 12th. Uh, they've got some good news. And I know, like, the infrastructure bill has a lot of um like ev type stuff in it like subsidies for ev companies and if i'm not mistaken that's what these people do is they like retrofit um like delivery cars for like electric and um i want to say i was reading hydro too but or hydrogen so i don't know if we'll see what they have to say on uh earnings hopefully get a massive pump like we did you know that one candle when was that December 23rd of last year. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> Ride that wave up and then get out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So the topic I wanted to go over is something that it's just been irritating the crap out of me when I'm on these forums. Like if yeah, like when I go look at XL or certain stocks that I see are kind of trending, like I'll go to Weeble and see you know what the most mentioned stocks are to make a video or you know just check out uh what people are talking about and it seems like everybody and their mom is crying about manipulation in one way or the other now and i don't think a lot of people know what they're talking about and i don't claim to be the smartest guy in the room there's a lot of stuff i don't know like in particular uh, this dude, I don't remember what stock it was, but I, when I was looking at stuff on Weeble to see, you know, a potential video, like a technical analysis video, this dude just posts a crap ton of pictures of time and sales. And, oh man, I wish I knew what it was, but what stock it was. But he's just, uh, remember, this is when we all got manipulated, hold strong. And it's like this little crappy penny stock. And I asked him, like, legitimately, I was like, what am I, what's the, the fraud here. I don't get what you're talking about. And he just responded, uh, big facts, 
uh, have, when have you seen this before? And I said, See, I've seen what? I don't know what you're talking about, man. And it was just like, I, the only thing that I can see that he was saying, because it was like batches of four, uh, four sell, sell or buy orders, it didn't say, but they were in like batches of four at the same uh, levels. So the only thing I can think is he's saying it was wash trading, which doesn't really do anything. It just brings volume into the stock to make it look like people are inter interested, which wash selling, if you don't know, is you buy and sell at the same price. So you're just trying to pump volume up and make people think, oh, man, look, a lot of people are trading this thing today. It's, you know, got unusual volume. I'm going to go check it out and, you know, hopefully they go long. But it's like, I don't know, like that's just, Anytime it seems like people lose money and it's almost always exclusively in these crappy penny stocks, they bitch and say, oh, this is, you know, we got manipulated here. Look, we're all holding the bag. And it's like, no, the only way someone screwed you is if they took your sell button away because you're crying that, you know, you're holding the bag because, you know, the short sellers or this, that or the other thing. Well, why are you holding the bag? Like you could have just sold when you started seeing stuff, you know, go sideways. But. Now you're going to, you know, come up with some sort of reason why it was manipulated and why you lost money. Yeah, we were talking a lot about this the past few days. And uh, yeah, in general, uh, these types of meme stocks, penny stocks uh, are just like inherently risky. And, you know, they're not like legitimate companies like Apple, uh, you know, Microsoft, Google, things of that nature. So like already you're looking at, you know, some stock, some cheap penny stock like that. You're taking a lot of risk investing in the first place. And like you're saying, uh, the main ticker that I noticed, because I made a video about it, uh, was it yesterday? I think it was Clover Health. And somebody came in there and made a comment on the video I think a few people made a comment. I think one guy was talking about, yeah, you didn't mention the manipulation. Uh, and another guy was also uh, making some comments. And that's when you and I started talking about it. And like you were just like, well, if you do some research on Clover Health, they've got all these scandals and things going on. And, you know, that's the reason. I think it was like JP Morgan maybe or somebody and maybe Bank of America. Some some of these institutions took some really big short positions. And like you were saying, there's a reason why they did that because they've got these scandals, they've got these lawsuits, they've got these shady things going on. And yeah, a lot of people are, you know, playing victim and saying that, oh, we got manipulated. It's like, no, you kind of invested in a crap company that got caught doing things they shouldn't have been doing. Yeah, like, I think the perfect example is uh, GameStop when the whole Wall Street bets thing came along. GameStop, when they did that, GameStop was a, a failing company. They weren't doing anything. They weren't uh, changing their strategies. You know, they had brick and mortars where they, you know, their big idea was we're going to start selling toys now instead of games because, you know, games are digital. Okay, it, and you think that's going to turn everything around and you guys are just going to get rich off of that. It was a horrible company that had horrible managers. And then all of a sudden they got this huge influx of capital when wall street bets came and manipulated the market and jacked the price through the roof. So then they get this big influx of 
capital, and then they start saying, okay, well, we're going to change this, 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 and this. Okay, well, it was a crap company before, so now that you have the capital and you're doing something cool with it, cool, but, you know, you got these people that are talking about, well, GameStop shouldn't be where it's at. Uh, it's because of the short selling, and they're trying to kill the company, and it's like, no, people that were smart shorted it because they knew it was a horrible company at the time, and now, you know, the cha- things have changed, and now they've got capital, and they're starting to you know do something with it but it's not like inherently gonna kill a company if it's shorted to hell the company it killed itself and that's why it got shorted to hell right like these big institutions and stuff these people weren't out there looking like oh here's a legitimate company let's just take a massive short position and try to crush it they had a reason for taking a massive short position it's not like they're going out there and looking at Apple or Microsoft and saying we're going to take a a huge short position and create this massive amount of short interest just for the, you know, just for the hell of it. It's like they have their reasons. Yeah, and that's a lot of people don't. They like to complain about that, too, as you know, these companies, these big institutions, these banks are, you know, trying to crush these companies. But it's, you know, just got to look at it. You know, you and I don't have basically unlimited funds so these big companies that do have a crap ton of money can you know set up investigations they can they have people that can like i look at financial forms on something and i know you know somewhat what it is there's no way in hell i'm looking through a massive stack of financials to see you know oh well they were late on their water bill one month and it's because they didn't, you know, sell enough of this or that, you know, whatever. These guys are paid to look through these financials with a fine tooth comb and they'll find a reason to be either bullish or bearish. Like, you know, you're just trying to fight these guys that have way more capital than you, way more resources. And it's like, instead of, you know, complaining and bag holding on these crappy little penny stocks that are shorted to death, how about you invest in something that's got like if you want to talk about price manipulation go trade you know in apple a spy something that's got volume where it's not really going to matter you could have you know some uh institution short you know one of these massive companies or spy and it's not going to affect the price very much because there's people there ready to buy it up and you know it's a good company like i don't know it's just irritating the hell out of me it's just everyone's crying manipulation when they're like you said penny stocks are volatile they always will be they're like low float so technically you could manipulate the price like some smaller person but it's like dudes instead of complaining about it go trade something that's got some volume some uh a lot of investors you know just stay away from the penny stocks if you're going to bitch about you know being manipulated and you know this is why you lost money yeah, that's a good point, like you're saying. Uh, and I think that's one of the reasons as well why these penny stocks are one of the main reasons why these penny stocks are so risky that they are prone, you know, to manipulation. Like things happen and lawsuits come out and they're just, you know, if you're worried about that and you're going to complain about that, like you're saying, go trade a legitimate company. You know, go trade something that, like you're saying, if a, you know, hedge fund or an institution or something takes a massive short position like it's so liquid and there's so much much volume and you know you like you said you have those buyers that are ready to step in and buy stuff up if the price dips like you know go trade a legitimate company and then you don't have to worry about 
putting your capital into some company that you know who knows could go bankrupt for legitimate reasons tomorrow because you know like clover health they're caught up in all these scandals and lawsuits and you know got all this shady stuff going on behind the scenes so um yeah it's just crazy to see you know people actually thinking it's a great idea to be like a long-term investor in one of these companies yeah that's the thing that got me was when i was the example i used from weeble that person saying yeah that's when they trapped all of us uh but now we're gonna be like it's these penny stocks have like cult followings and it's really weird and you know whatever if that's what you want to do that's what you want to do i don't care i'm i'm not doing it but this dude's like saying oh this is when they trapped us and like i said you could have sold whenever you wanted but now he's like it, it don't get on the uh the ride if you weren't here from the beginning it's like dude you're, what are you guys talking about <laughs> it's just so stupid like oh like if us we're traders like i'm not a long i have an investment account but it's not the one that you know we make the videos on or anything i have that's just off you know in it's got bonds and you know large cap it's all diversified not touching it so as a trader i'm looking for something that looks like it's bottomed out and then I'm going to get in and I'm going to, you know, ride it until I can't and sell like that's what trading is. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, don't get on the uh, the train to whatever millionaireville if you thought this was a bad company. No, that's exactly what I'm going to do. If you idiots pump it up again, then I'll jump in, try and jump in at the bottom and sell out at the top. Like I'm not long term investing in these crap companies. Yeah, for sure. When these things make these huge surges, if you can jump on the wagon and ride it up and make a good gain and then jump off, that's smart because so many times these things happen and, you know, things have these massive pumps. There's like some kind of a short squeeze or, you know, you know, the Reddit guys jump in there, the Wall Street bet guys jump in there and pump this thing to the moon. And you just know that that price action isn't going to last. So, yeah, once you have a nice gain, like get out because like even looking at XL right now, back in what did you say it was December? Yeah, whatever December twenty third. This is like right before Christmas. They had that run from eighteen to thirty five, and it's like anybody that's got you know any sense is not going to think they're going to keep going higher. If you get lucky on something like GameStop, and you know there's this historic biggest short squeeze ever you know good luck to you that what happens uh 0.00001% of the time that when GameStop made that initial big move you know that it's going to go to the moon and like as you can see with XL boom immediate sell off all those gains were wiped out in the next 5 days so yeah for me too like when i see a move on something like that and something increases 100% in a day 150% in a day. Yeah. If I got in, I'm selling, I'm getting out because I know XL isn't worth 35 bucks a share and nor do I think it's going to continue to go higher and, you know, go to a hundred bucks a share. So yeah, I mean, if you don't have the big capital, like these hedge funds and, uh, you know, these institutions and stuff, you better learn how to ride the wave because if you don't, you're going to get stuck holding the bag. Like these people that are complaining about market manipulation yeah, and the thing I don't get either is market manipulation is illegal. If I like that dude that, you know, put the pictures of the time and sales up, 
if the person was or whatever it was was doing uh wash trading that's illegal it's you know like i said it doesn't affect the price it just pumps the volume up and tries to get people into it so if i was to go on and try a wash trade or um oh crap i can't us uh, try and spoof the level two then if i got caught my broker is going to get a fat fine i'm going to get a fat fine i was reading a story how the uh, sec there's this i think it was 14 years old went online and i don't remember what he was trading if it was crypto or you know some penny stock or whatever it was went online and posted thousands of times about how this is such a great investment and whatever and caused this massive uh pump and dump and the sec found this 14 year old kid and fined him like ninety thousand dollars or something so it's like any real market manipulation is going to get found out and you know so you're complaining that it's market manipulation it's probably not it's probably uh day traders you know taking profits stuff like that like it's not everything equates to market manipulation yeah especially in the case of like clov like you had stated yeah it's not market manipulation in this you know this is like massive short positions by these you know institutions and these hedge funds because they have a perfectly good reason to try to drive that thing down to zero because you know they have all this shady stuff going on so yeah it's uh crazy to see you know just people wanting to play victim and just blame it on that versus saying hey i invested in a crap company and they got hit with lawsuits or they were found out doing all these things wrong like i'm to blame you know not the people that went out and shorted it for a good reason yeah that's exactly it. it's this weird victim mentality where I can't, man, I can't stop thinking about this dude that's talking about this is when we got trapped. It's like, dude, you didn't get trapped. You could have sold whenever. Like, uh, it's, I don't know, man. I should probably stop ranting on it before I have to beat more stuff out. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just look into it. If you're investing in penny stocks, know it's risky. Like, all trading is risky, but investing in penny stocks especially is. And, you know, with penny stocks, I don't trade them very often, period. But I'm for sure... You know, not going to sit there and hold the bag while this thing kind of runs through some weird stuff. And there is the volatility is there to make money. But, you know, just know that going in, if you're trading these penny stocks, you know, be prepared to, you know, take some losses and just, you know, cut your losses and go do something else. Like, don't just complain that, you know, someone hurt you. Yeah, exactly. Because you could go out and do a lot of the stuff that we do and trade like you know make like high probability trades and like sell options on legitimate companies and indexes like you know the S&P 500, Nasdaq, things like that which are you know combinations of companies and like way 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 less risky so yeah definitely would not be geared towards you know most of my trading is like in meme stocks like it just sounds like a way to blow up your account unless you rode that GameStop wave up and you were smart enough to get out at a good price point you know yeah i mean like i said there's money to be made there it's just i mean i would do some crazy research on it and it seems like i have never ever seen so many videos and articles i mean my um Yahoo Finance app, like every single day, there's some article about could this 
stock be the next uh, short squeeze. I before Wall Street bets did that to uh, GameStop. I'd never seen the word short squeeze. You know, I'd see it like twice a year. Now it's like every single day. You got all these investors or uh, traders jump just looking for what has the short the uh, most short volume, and they're buying the stuff up. And it's like, you know, it's not moving the price, and there's still a huge uh, short position. It's like I don't it just because something shorted uh, huge doesn't mean that there's going to be a squeeze. So you know, take that into account too. Yeah, you know, if you have a few extra bucks and you want to throw it in this thing and just you know, wait and see if there's a short squeeze, but I definitely wouldn't do, you know, some huge investments into anything just because you see uh, there's huge short volume on something. Yeah, definitely don't pile all your capital into, like you're saying, stuff with high short interest in hopes that, you know, there's another massive uh, squeeze like GameStop because that's just so rare for something like that to happen. So, um, yeah, man. I think those are some good points. All right. Uh, I should probably get off this topic. My blood pressure's going up. So, <laughs> did you have anything uh, you wanted to go over before I go over the website? Uh, just a couple things I think I was looking at getting into trades on. Uh, EWY, that one is a South Korea ETF. I think I'm put a trade on on that this coming week for September. And then the other one was EWT. That one is an ETF for the Taiwan market. So I think I was looking at those two tickers for this coming week. Okay. Uh, I had one, looks like it's setting up for a, a nice move and it's MOS. This thing was trading below the 21. It fell down to like two ATR down, came back right below the 21 it's just been kind of in a chop fest right now and on friday ended up having a nice little rally uh to go right above the 21 uh looks like it's a little bit of a uptrend so think about going long mos and what's the other one oh w uh d a y which is workday same thing with them. They've just been kind of chopping around and they were on my bearish list for uh, like two months. But right now it's looking like it's kind of consolidating. I'd like to see uh, a nice move up. They do have earnings on the 26. So that's something to kind of take into account. But I kind of like it going long on them as well. Yeah, looking at Workday, geez, that 220 level. I'm looking at the daily chart. That line goes back pretty far as like a support resistance level, like months and months. That line right there. And it looks like it just touched it with some insane candle. Um, it's like July 27th. That's a crazy candle. But apparently at one point there, it went down and touched that 220 level and then rocketed back up. And then a couple times looks like June 3rd and also May 19th. It's hit that level several times, so that's definitely looking like some kind of support. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't think in the near future they would be going below that unless they have some like really terrible earnings. Yeah. And there's the only two uh, stocks I was looking at next week. Nice. All right, and got a 
big announcement over on the website. I uploaded a new indicator package. It's called the w, okay, uh, WSTMTM package. And why I call it a package is it's a lower indicator. So if you like lower indicators, uh, like the TTM squeeze, RSI, uh, things on the lower part of your chart, then you can use that. We also have the candle painting that's based off of that indicator. So it'll paint the candles on your chart. It makes it super easy to tell, you know, what the stock is doing uh, in regards to the, uh, the indicator. And then also a bullish and bearish uh, scanner that coincides with the indicator as well. And just real quick, I'm going to run through uh, what it is. So uh, the lower indicator is based, it's based off of how I trade, like personally, like this thing. I can look at this and know exactly if I'm going long or if I'm waiting or if I'm going short on it. So it's based off of the 21 EMA. That's the zero line and the bars that stick either above it or below it are the distance that the trading price is from uh, the 21 EMA. So if you see this massive green uh, bar sticking above the zero line, then you know that the trading price right now is really high above the, uh, the 21 and if it's green, then that means that the 8 and the 21 EMAs are stacked in a uh, bullish, um, bullish, <laughs> I can't, not momentum, I'm blanking. But anyways, they're stacked bullishly, the 8's on top of the 21. And also that the momentum oscillator, which is what the uh, TTM squeeze moment oscillator is based off of, is also moving in a uh, bullish direction. And red is the opposite. The eight is below the 21 and the momentum oscillator is in a downtrend, not necessarily above or below the zero line, but you know that it's trending down and yellow is either the EMAs are stacked in uh, the opposite direction of which way the momentum's going. So the way I'm trading this is if I see a green candle, then I'll, you know, I'm not suggesting I don't do this is you know you see a green candle go long the way I do it is I'm looking at other things like how far from the 21 you know what have they done in the past but what it's helping me do is you know say I went long something and you just get these nice green candles and the a spot on the indicator turns yellow that's when I can you know step back and look at it and be like okay can I stay in this play for a little bit longer? What's it doing? And, you know, maybe look at the news, whatever. But the yellow seems to be really helping me uh, stay in trades longer as opposed to, you know, oh, man, I got to get out of this thing when it turns yellow. It's just kind of telling you, you know, take a look at this, like what's going on. Nice. Yeah, I was looking at some of the because uh, you had sent it over to me and I was kind of checking it out. And, yeah, the stuff that was coming up on the bullish we're looking like pretty good setups and then the things that were hitting on the bearish one yeah look like things that were definitely struggling and on their way down yeah so it's all for free uh to download on the website wstrades.com like i said go over to the downloads tab and the uh at the very bottom of that it's wstmtm package uh have fun with it and i'm gonna upload a video tonight where 
it shows you how to uh, customize it because you know this is like I said this is built for exactly how I trade but you can like if you like trading off of different moving averages either simple or um, different actual links like you'd like the 50 then you know you can change that quickly and kind of customize it to to whoever's trading style so hope everyone enjoys that and i actually got to get that video up tonight because i've already seen i checked the traffic and there's already several people that have downloaded it so uh, hopefully they can uh, watch the video and customize it nice man yeah that sounds helpful all right man that's all i had Cool, man. I didn't have anything else. Just wanted to say that uh, futures are all red right now. Not super bad, but Dow, yeah, NASDAQ, S&P, and the Russell 2000. And guess which one is the biggest loser right now? It's got to be Russell. Yep. <laughs> that one is the biggest loser. And then uh, NASDAQ is right behind it. So, yeah, we'll see how much fun uh, we have tomorrow. I see Bitcoin futures. I just pulled them up. Bitcoin's up three and a half percent. So everyone's trying to get in, cover their butts. Yeah, Bitcoin was looking good. I saw it earlier. I think uh, it was either above 43 or 44. So yeah, hopefully crypto keeps cooking. Nice. All right, man. I think we're done. Cool. I'll catch you later. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode of the WS Trades podcast. If you are not subscribed to this podcast, please subscribe. Also head over to YouTube and search for WS Trades. You'll find us there as well. We've got trading updates as we make our trades over there and also educational videos. So you can learn about different strategies within the stock market and options trading. And also please head over to WSTrades.com. Thanks again.